Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Hire Us Hollywood, the podcast where we pitch ideas for the shows that Hollywood should be making. I am your co-host, Diana. And I'm your other co-host, Jackie. And we are here having a lovely Monday night, and we're full of ideas and full of I was gonna say drama, but I don't think we're full of drama today. <laughs> I don't think so. I think today we are. Somebody took their drama meme this morning. Drama meme. I'm imagining that just being like a little pill full of like pictures of memes, like a little capsule. That would be cute. That would be fun. That would be that would be very fun. I see it like as like a t- a 21st century version of like the Flintstones vitamin. Oh yes. <laughs> did i tell you when we were so we got our bathroom redone during was it the fall winter i don't know time's been an illusion the last year That's really but um <laughs> so we were taking out the old vanity found this old makeup bag and inside of it was a bunch of like flintstones vitamin temporary tattoos from like 1994 it's really cute i wanted to put them on but my sister is like i don't know if that's safe <laughs> Why wouldn't it be safe? She was like, what if they're toxic? And I'm like, oh. I don't think they're like lead pipes. That's not how they work. I don't know. She was like, what if something's happened to the ink? But I don't think they'd be using unsafe ink in children's vitamins in the 90s. Also, if they were using unsafe chemicals with ink, don't you think it would have been acidic and it would have like ruined itself? That's a fair point. Jackie, I am not a scientist. As as you may be shocked to, to learn. <laughs> Neither but, am I. We are not, like, we are, like, very much Miss Frizzles, but, like, not scientists. Oh, my gosh. I always think I should be Miss Frizzle for Halloween, but I don't think I have the dedication to make the costume the full effect mm. that it would need to be. And I don't want to put a lizard on my shoulder, but now you I'm thinking the those, like, The beaded ones. Well, no. You know how my cat likes to sit on my shoulder? I That'd could just fun. get her a little lizard costume. Oh, maybe I should do this this year. Yeah. I could see Amy being a great Miss Frizzle costume. Yeah, shout out to our friend Amy. She would be wonderful at it. She'd be great at it. Okay, we should text her that after we're done recording. Oh, most definitely. But I think this is a very good opportunity for you and your cat. Yes. Any, I need just a costume where my cat can sit on my shoulder. I could be a pirate. She could be dressed as a bird. See, now you just have, like, multiple iterations of Halloween. Well, now I'm stuck for the next two Halloweens. Yes, or if we do, like, un- since we missed one for COVID, if we do, like, one in the summer. Oh, you know what? There should be, once everyone's vaccinated, a every holiday you missed party in, in the summer. Like, outdoors, because still, you have to be safe. But mm-hmm. then you have it be like... <laughs> Because it started St. Patrick's Day last year. I remember being the first we missed. So you'd have like St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Memorial Day, 4th of July, like um, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Tyra Thanksgiving. um, Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day, New Year's, St. Patrick's Day times two, um, (laughs) Halloween, (laughs) Arbor Day, Labor Labor Day. Day. Flag oh, day. Everyone, everyone has to come dressed as a different holiday, and oh, it'd that's be great. Good. Okay, this is a thing. I'm trademarking it right now. Except I don't know that's a thing, but I, you know what? I could see this going 
viral on the TikTok where it's like yeah I love that you would be your like you would be your own I think we would have to elect somebody to be a menorah yeah that's fair but I feel like you'd have you'd have to be a Jewish someone because you don't want to be like appropriative okay so that means it's either me or Jake that's true well you guys can do rock paper scissors true you know he gave me this really cute moose like like it's like a like, kind of like a plushy. I mean, I think uh-huh. it's like kind of sort of like Elf on the Shelf, where it was like you can get it, but basically it has like LED lights where on the moose, like you light up, like press the button, and you can do individual lights uh-huh. um, for the nights. And I, I didn't. I think he thought I was kidding when I said the first Hanukkah. I was like, we love mitzvah moose. We, we named it that. I don't really think you could search for mitzvah moose and it would come up. But <laughs> my family loves mitzvah moose. And I wasn't home for Hanukkah this year. So my mom would send me pictures every day of Hanukkah and she would light up one more of like the little candles on, on the moose. That is the most delightful thing I have ever yeah. heard in my entire life. It's pretty cute. I mean, I agree. Okay, well now we have that settled where you guys can just rock, paper, scissors for it. Yeah. And... I, earlier today, when we were figuring out when we were recording, I was like to Diana, I was like, oh, I have to figure out your dull fact. And Diana was very kind and was like, Jackie, just do improv. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. And in my head, I'm like, I'm not spontaneous. <laughs> so I did actually, like, think through what your, your dull fact was going to be tonight. Okay, hit me. You have a job. Jackie, you're so right. <laughs> I do have a job. I am thankfully, gainfully employed. Mm-hmm during this crazy time and it is a good job i enjoy my job even when it's a little bit cuckoo bananas mm-hmm. but yeah i don't got i don't gotta complain any more than the standard millennial has to complain That's about fair. their job okay here is my dull fact about you jackie this is going to be based off of what you just said okay okay my dull fact for you, Jackie, is that you've never performed improv <laughs> at a comedy club. <laughs> did I ever tell you how I had to take a theater class for my major in college? Jackie, you're about to tell me that you did take improv or you did do improv at a comedy club? Not at a comedy club. <gasps> but this, this, like, poor, like, the TA was, like, really trying hard to be an actor in Indiana, so, like, a lot going on in that statement but I remember like we would always have to do these like little exercises or whatever and there was like one day in like the first month of class like I don't know what happened but he like was like very earnest with me and he was like my goal this semester is to make you playful (laughs) (laughs) what a wild thing to say to someone (laughs) what was (laughs) what class was this I was like a like like a the like a like like a like a one hundred level theater class. God, this is something that you would only hear from a TA in a one hundred level theater class. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I just gave him like a deadpan expression, which probably didn't help my case. But I like <laughs> this was like a deer in headlights. I did not have like the courage to be like, sir. The reason I'm not playful is because I have anxiety. <laughs> he tried really hard all semester. Jackie, uh, me more playful. what grade did you get in that class? Do you remember? Um, my last little scene I had to perform was a runaway train disaster. So I think I got a B plus. 
I'm so proud of you. Yeah, he paired me with, like, the person who missed a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of classes. Uh So our last scene, I sometimes have trouble memorizing when I actually have to memorize because that's how my brain works. Mm -hmm. So I just remember us sitting down at the table with the whole class watching at the end of the semester, and it basically turned into improv because I couldn't (laughs) remember my lines, and he didn't know what the scene was. Um, I love everything about that. I hope it was something, like, very simple, what this scene was, and you guys just accidentally made it, like, an Oscar-worthy performance. Oh, it was, because we were basically sitting at a table, and I remember that's the last time I had Yoo-Hoo, and there was just, like, candy on the table, and it just was a disaster. Oh, my lord. Okay, I wish there was film evidence of this somewhere. I don't. Um, no, I don't. It was the early 20 times. It's before we filmed everything yeah i think it was before we filmed everything and that ta was probably in the back like holding his face in his hands being like a single single tear as he's like i can't believe i'm getting my master's for this yeah it was it was it's one of those types of scenarios yeah i haven't talked about that theater class in a long time oh my gosh well i hope it lives on as a delightful memory for you it's so funny. I still can't believe that a human tried so hard to make me playful for an entire spring semester. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, let's vibe check today. <laughs> okay, Um. do you have your vibe check? You know what? Do I? No, you go first. I have to think about this for okay. a second. What type of dog did I send in the group chat? The last photo in between the cute AirPods cases. Um, what type of dog is I that? I believe that is a Boston Terrier? Or no, no, hold on. That's completely the wrong dog. It's called like a... Oh wait, I think it's a French Bulldog. I don't know why it's I'm a Boston sure it's Terrier. A French Bulldog I can never... I'm never 100% sure. But um, Diana can attest to this. In my affinity for cute animal photos... I have, like, a special place in my heart for animals that are wearing sunglasses, but I have an even more special place in my heart for, like, swaddled animals that are, like, really cozy. Mm-hmm. Right, Diana? Yes, you do. So, we have a dog that we, we both think is a French bulldog propped up on a pillow. And it's, like, a small French bulldog that fits on, like, less than a square of couch. It looks like with its own weighted blanket. And its little paws are sticking out at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the owner put on cute little heart socks. And he or she or they is sleeping. I mean. It's goals. How can it not be goals at that it's point? It's just goals. I mean, I've never anyone sends me a photo of a dog like sleeping or like cozy or something just delightful. I'm just like, yeah, that's me. Like 100%. Did That's I send you it. the one I found yesterday of the cat? Maybe. I don't know. You sent me a lot of animal photos, Jackie. I send you a, For somebody like me who doesn't usually like animals super a lot in reality, I really love photos. <gasps> Wait, hold on. Hold on. What? 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 Do you, mean you don't like animals in reality. I'm not good with animals. Jackie, what do you mean you're not good with animals? I'm, like, not good with animals. So, like, I was a small little kid, so I was afraid of dogs for a really long time because they were so big and I was so small. But, like, dogs bark at me. Yeah, because dogs bark. Oh, my God, Jackie. This is shocking. Don't you have a dog currently at your place of residence? 
Um, that housemate moved, so Mr. Beauregard is no longer in our house. Okay, this is shocking to me, and I did not know that update had occurred. Um, but oh my god, Jackie. I'm just, like, not very good with animals. You know what? It's okay. Not everyone's good with animals, but I am just a hundred percent shocked right now. I just- once got pinned to somebody's wall by their golden retrievers. Yeah, because golden retrievers are good boys, and they love people. I mean, I've gotten better with animals over the years, but, like, I just I just sometimes don't know what to do. Just like how sometimes I don't know what to do with people. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Moving on from you being shocked about you. <laughs> not liking dogs. I'm not awful. Like, I'm not like, oh, I don't like dogs. I'm just, like, not the best with them. It's okay. I forgive you, but I won't forgive you. I mean, I love your animals more than I like most animals. That's so, like, because... I get along with your animals better. That's because they're all super weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're monsters uh, in their own diva ways. Did I tell you, Mary got a, my sister Mary, she got a special cat. Um, air freshener thing that's supposed to release like scents so your cat will be calm and nice so she got essential oils for Adele no she got it for my cat Mia because Mia (laughs) likes to beat up Lucy Lucy's the dog if so this is what happens so like we have like a a couch with like a chase lounge on it Mia likes to sit on the chase lounge and Lucy will walk past the chase lounge and Mia's like how dare you and will swat at her and so Mary's like, let me put in this calming cat um, Glade plugin. I don't know. It's not by Glade. It's by some random brand. Um, you can get it at Chewy.com. Not sponsored. Um, <laughs> not, yet. <laughs> not yet. right? And so I was like, Mary, I don't think this is going to work because it's supposed to be for like multiple cats to be friends. I'm like, Lucy's a dog. Like, it's not going to mm-hmm. work. And so she's like, let's see. And so it's been on for like three days. No change. Like, Mia's just very rude. Like, my favorite, well, not favorite, the most rude thing she does is Lucy will be laying um in the front room by my feet sometimes. I'll be sitting on the chair, she's going feet. Mia will get upset that she's not getting attention. She will come in the room, hiss at Lucy for being in front of me. Then when she realizes Lucy's ten times the size of her, she will lay it, like, like, lay her belly out and, like, ro- like roll around on her belly hissing the whole time and lucy's like what the heck is going on here and then mia realizes she doesn't get her way and then she just runs away and i'm like very tactical why do i live with these weird animals it's a zoo of crazy people myself you didn't even mention the bird do i need to mention the bird the bird that hates me okay but isn't it lucy and desi yeah that in and of itself is priceless here's the thing like i don't remember so we got lucy first my sister demanded lucy's name be lucy like we had like a list of mary's like her name is lucy and then we got the bird and then i think it was the same thing or it's just like his name is desi and i'm like it's not even your bird it's my mom's bird and then we got mia and if thank god mia was already (laughs) named because i wouldn't have a cat named ethel like (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? This is my cat, Ethel. 
Uh, I mean, okay, I still swear that your sister's cat Adele is like Salem from like the Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, where it's a human stuck in a cat's body. I would not be shocked. And if you had a cat named Ethel, I would also think that it was a human trapped in a cat's body. Yeah, that's true. Okay, but either way, back to my five check. I saw this meme the other day and I felt like very, um, it was very accurate. It's a tweet from at Hope Rehocked. I don't know if you said that right, but it said, excited to tell my grandkids that during the pandemic, I did not learn any new skills. I didn't get fit. I had no children and became overall slightly worse as a person. <laughs> I was like, it's accurate for me. I, I, cause I was thinking back to pre pandemic and I was like doing things right. Like I was like, going places and traveling i was like kickboxing like you know doing like just overall good things and now i'm like nah no new skills like you're in a book you're yeah in i'm like well yeah but like that's just reading that's not hard unless you don't know how to read and then it's very hard then it's very hard but maybe you would learn i don't know i don't know what's happening in someone's life sure. um but yeah, overall, I'm just like, how do we, how do I get back to being my pre-pandemic self? Slowly, surely, and with chats with my therapist, basically. And not comfy. Oh my god. I wore jeans today because I was like, I'm going to be an adult who's wearing jeans. And I was like, why did I do this to myself? It's and like, to think that you did that five, if not seven days out of the week. Right. I didn't, no, I didn't wear jeans. I wore like fancy work pants yeah. and I was wearing like blazers and blouses. And I was here, I am complaining about jeans and my Dolly Parton t-shirt as if that's, that's the hardest work wear. <laughs> well, we'll all have more drawing to do. Yeah. But I'm very intrigued because um, my second COVID shot is on Sunday, and then two weeks after that, I'll be fully vaccinated, and I'll be able to, like, go places without being super concerned I'll, you know, die of a deadly disease, so, but still wear your masks, people, you're still supposed to wear your masks, um, and only hang out with fellow vaccinated people, that's the other thing you're supposed to do, but, um, it's like, oh, I can go to Target and be a little less panic the whole time i'm inside yeah target um so yeah i'm like who will i be new me no new vaccine new me i don't know sounds about yeah yeah we'll see we'll see i mean i think since we finished our vibe check and we finished our dull facts and our introduction mm -hmm. that means i think we can start the meat of the podcast which is the title of the podcast which is when we actually do our pitches yes i'm excited about this one so it's my turn folks um, right Woo! this never happened i'm just kidding um <laughs> so this is the idea i thought of i was inspired by my grandpa shout out to grandpa bob um because here, here's a fun fact about my grandpa Bob. He's been collecting knives forever. He has an ungodly amount of them. Um, 
My cousins used to work at Dick's Sporting Goods, and when they were closing down one of the Dick's Sporting Goods, they were able to get one of, like, the knife cases, you know, like, spin around where you can, like, display knives. Mm-hmm. And they were able to, like, buy that for, you know, going out of business sale, whatever. And it's in my <laughs> grandpa's living room with, like, all of his knives in it. And there, it doesn't have enough space for all of his knives, so it only displays his favorite knives. So basically, the man knows knives. Um, okay. Also, like, it's very entertaining because whenever you need anything, like when we were kids, it is Christmas, like you're opening your Barbies and whatever. He's like, don't worry. I got this. I can, you know, take out his very sharpened knives and be like, and everything's open. It's very powerful. Hmm. Anyways, Grandpa Bob, he's a gem. He's a character. Um, Last time I was chatting with him, he was telling me about this place called Randall Knives. That's like one of his favorites in Orlando. And he's ordered a couple knives for them. And he's got these like little patches. Like when you buy from them, they give you like patches. And he wants like the grandkids to have the patches. And he wants to have like a photo shoot of us wearing these patches. It's like a whole thing that's going. It's a long narrative. But anyways, we were talking and he was like, oh, you know, Randall Knives, they sent a knife to space. And me and my cousins were like, Grandpa, what? No, that sounds fake. And then I was like, you know what? It's 2021. We have the power of the internet at our fingertips. Yes, we do. So we Googled it. And he was right. They created this Randall Knife's place, created a, um, like, special knife um, to go to space for the astronauts to use. And I want to see if I can find this and send this for you, Jackie, um, because it is real freaking cool. Um, but basically it was like, despite being like just a normal knife, it also had a um, couple like things that could change at the bottom where you could like use it for emergencies. And it was just, it was real fancy. So, and then there was something where when um one of the spacecraft's missions failed in like 62 or something the astronaut got out but his like plane or his plane his spacecraft went down including the knife but then in the 90s they were able to like take it up and they found the knife in it in like really good condition still and i was like this is just very entertaining to me so all of this stuff you know in my brain came up to me or came up into a new idea with me. It all scrambled like a beautiful egg scramble. I, <laughs> I was going to say omelet, but omelet turned scrambled. I thought you were going to say like a beautiful Robert Benedict. Oh, like our good friend Robert Benedict. Yeah. Um, maybe that that's a good analogy. And Robert Benedict loves a good analogy, as we know. But either way, so my idea is we're going to have a sitcom and it's set during the 60s in a fictional NASA department and it's going to be called the Department of New Things. And Right? And so in this department, you're going to have people trying to make new gadgets for the astronauts to use. So... I do think, like, at the end of the season, you'll have, like, the person who makes, like, this knife as, like, a, you know, pull it into history a little bit. 
but I do think this is more of a comedy show. So my concept is like each episode will be themed after a different invention that they're trying to make that episode for the astronauts. And they're going to be like sort of wild, ridiculous things like I'm trying to think, like, think of, like, a Swiss army knife, but instead of useful things, there's, like... There's, like, a can opener. Yeah, well, not even that, but, like, a can opener and a spatula and then a mascara wand and a toothpick and nail clippers and um, a letter opener and all this ridiculous stuff. And then, you know, you have the guys in R&D making this prototype. This thing is, like, the size of a football and the astronauts are like, why do we need a letter opener in space? And they're like, huh, good point. And they go, like, back to the drawing board on it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, each episode it's them trying to create a new gadget for, like, a new problem, right? So maybe the start of the episode, the astronaut's like, huh, how am I going to comb my hair in space? Oh, this is a good idea. This is a really good, like, brainstorm of this, this sitcom. Yeah, so, like, you have this, and then you have our team, who's in our department of new things, being, like, trying to basically over-engineer a bunch of crazy things, and it being sort of, like, wackadoodle fun things. Because imagine, they're like, we just need a comb for our hair. Like, the astronauts are sort of, like, the straight men in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And then you come to, <laughs> you go into the department, and they're like, the astronauts need a comb. And then all of a sudden, you have people, they're like, oh, what if the comb can, uh, wash their hair and dry it at the same time Ooh, and then it gives it a little spritz of cologne while they do it like and you start seeing these like crazy things happening i see like a rube goldberg yes exactly where it's like this sort of crazy inventions like you know really wonka maybe not maybe not really wonka but that similar like wild mm-hmm. style of these things being created um and i think it will be set in the 60s, obviously, so I think you'd have that cool, like, 60s retro mod stuff where they're trying to make things look futuristic, which I personally love that style. It's a really slick look. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, you know, you'd, you'd have sort of the standard sitcom buddies, so to speak, where you have a manager person who's in charge. But I'm thinking this person has to be, like, a Leslie Nope type character where they're super super enthusiastic and who do you see doing that i don't or being that i don't know like i have to because in my brain i'm like obviously it's you know our girl amy poehler but i don't think i'd want it to be amy poehler i think i'd want someone who's sort of like can be very goofy but very like earnestly goofy do you know Are I mean? you thinking like an Ed Helms or John Hamm? Me? I think it might be funny to have John Hamm because I think people associate him with that madman's mm-hmm. slickness. But now you see him again in that sort of like retro style. But instead of being the awful sort of Don Draper, sexist, macho whatever thing yeah you see them as this sort of like very good character who's very earnest and maybe a little um over the top in they believe in themselves and their team so much they're causing themselves to 
get into hijinks and things and you know i would say you want this person to be the the lightning rod of the sort of wackiness of the team so okay i think you could pull off wacky john ham yeah so you have the manager and then who are the other parts of the team so you obviously need the r&d guys who are going to be the ones building the prototypes so i think of them as sort of like that buddy buddy scenario two best Mm -hmm. friends you know your work bestie i sort of imagine it similar to do you watch brooklyn 99 yes Okay, I'm blanking on their names right now. The two Yes, but like the two big guys. Yes, who they're totally awful at their jobs sometimes, but totally great sometimes too. I love when they're like it's not a cup holder, it's a burrito holder. <laughs> oh, and then they were like <laughs> what's it called? They're like, is he gonna drink his goldfish? And like all the crazy stuff. So it's just sort of yeah. like two wacky best friends who are just compared to everyone else, they're insane right but they just Mm -hmm. complement each other so perfectly um i think this would be you know or even like a troy and abed from the community situation where it's just their wackiness just works so well for them and they're the ones that i would say really take whatever the design or they're working on for that week and make it even wilder they're like, we know you said you wanted a comb that would do this and this and this, but now we've added lasers to it. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they... what do you think of using like Evan Peters or Evan Peterson from American Horror Story? Evan Peters, okay. And then yeah. With who? Who would be his counterpart? I don't know who his counterpart would be, but I feel like he'd be really good at being goofy. Yeah, I think he was really good in X Men. Who are the other people you're thinking? I don't know. Like, I think I'd want to have, if it's with Evan Peters, I think that'd be a good one. And I think it would be fun to maybe have someone, like, older in age, too. So, like, this might sound weird, but do you know the actor who played Red in that 70s show? Red, like, the dad. Oh, is he? He's still doing it? I think so. I think he I saw a Red recently. He was on that Netflix show, The Ranch. Like, he did an nice. episode. But I think it'd be funny to have sort of, like, the best buddies have like be very like um people you wouldn't expect to be best buddies if that makes sense yeah i mean well you mentioned troy and and abed so like that makes sense so i think that might be and i think he would be able to pull off that like 60 scientist look very well and then i do want to have okay so we'll have like the manager we'll have r&d you'll have to have like the um well i don't know if r&d is the right word but they're the people who physically make the the prototypes but then research and development yeah yeah i guess i mean i guess everyone but then you'll have like the scientists who are like the initial designers because like they're the ones who are building it but then you'll have the people who are making the initial designs so i think you'll need like a group of like two or three designers that are sort of um all their individual stuff i do want to have like sort of like a badass like female scientist yeah because it's the 60s and i want it to have that representation of okay here's a smart female scientist who is putting i won't say putting up but who is like paving the way for future generations 
and, you know, proving to these folks who did not believe she was capable that she's like the best and brightest scientist. I think she would a lot of the times be known for sort of like, let's make this work. Like, okay, here's all the stuff you want and here's, we're going to make it do it. So I think she's just going to be really good at her job, you know? Um, I'm trying to think of like who I'd want that to be. Felicity Jones. I don't Who's Felicity Jones? I feel like I know who that is, but I'm thinking of Felicity Huffman, which is not. It's <laughs> a good point. I do not mean Felicity Huffman. Um, the woman who was in Rogue One, she played Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She also played um, uh, in the movie where Stephen Hawking, she plays Stephen Hawking's oh, okay, wife. Okay. Maybe. I would say maybe her. I don't know. I, I could also see like a fresh face for this too. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, also, I sort of also want this to be someone who's maybe not like super young someone who's maybe like 30s to 40s because i think you don't really get good roles for women who are past the age of like 25 in hollywood a lot of the times so Would you I th- want like sarah paulson mm, i don't think sarah paulson just because okay. i feel like a lot of people like just would default to sarah paulson for anything that's like oh it's over the age of whatever we're <laughs> doing sarah i'm paulson. guilty of that but i don't know i'd have to think about it a little bit i think there's a lot of like actresses out there who would be really good at it so i have to think about this one a little bit more i think you know i think it'd be cool to have it be like someone like uh eva mendez you know who oh i could get behind that like i because i think she's a really talented actress and you don't see her as much in things anymore but i don't know Mm -hmm. if that's by choice or not you know because she's got a couple little kids so I don't know if she's purposely stopped away from the stoplight or not, but that'd be something. And I think we'd also have to have like a couple of just, you know, other folks to like round it out. You know, you got to have the one, you know, scientist who is the sort of like, this will never work. And is just really the, the negative Nancy of the team who's just sort of always panicking and always, whatever but at the end he figures out he's like oh just kidding i helped you know what i mean like that type Mm -hmm. of character where i see that as someone who's maybe like a little bit younger like someone who just was the intern that got hired so someone a little silly i don't know and then i think you also need to have a um person who is in the show who might be a I don't want to say like a I don't know maybe just sort of like the the serious one you know what I mean yeah like how there's always a captain yeah so I think in general you just want to get a good cast of characters who are going to vibe with each other and they sort of take these ridiculous things, but don't make them feel ridiculous, I guess. I think that's the heart of the, you know, like, you called it the department of making things or... Department of new things. I think that's like the crux of it, isn't it? Yeah, where I think it's just that vision of, I think especially in that time of history, like historically, there was this perspective of we can do anything, we can make it to the moon, 
we are inventing these new wonderful things every day and we just got to put our minds to it and we can create whatever we want to create our limitations are our own minds right so i think the heart of it is that these are people whose hearts and eyes are on the sky literally and they're mm-hmm. trying to make their mark on the world and in history by making these new things that these astronauts will use and they can say, okay, that's my thing. And it, it went to the moon, it went to space, it went to the stars. Um, so I do think, right, each episode they have this sort of challenge that they need to figure out to design, you know, solve a problem. Um and then by the end of the episode, you know, maybe they've presented it to the astronauts and they're either like, okay, go back to the drawing board, et cetera, et cetera, and go from there. Um, I do have this image or that when they're having like a down night or they need to work on something to the late hours, there is a diner down the street from NASA headquarters, like a 1950s greasy spoon 24-hour diner that they go to and they all get their signature meal which is like you know waffles and then they get like it with hot cocoa if it's the winter or or chocolate milk if it's the summer and they just sort of sit and they're sort of sometimes in their misery but that's how they sometimes figure out their best ideas right they just start talking and then something random will happen or their favorite uh waitress her name is lucille yes she is named after my dog will come over and she will say something just offhand and it will spark someone's idea and that's how they you know work together and find solutions and you know make it a big happy moment i love that and do you have a streaming service or channel you see this on I don't know. I think this could be something that might work for network TV. It might be a fun, like, NBC show or ABC show. Um, if it did streaming, I think it would be, like, a Hulu-type scenario. Okay. Or Netflix. I don't think it would have to be, like, gritty or anything. Like, I don't think you'd be, like, oh, it's been HBO or anything. Um, and this is a 30-minute, like, multicam. Yeah, right? I'm thinking a 30-minute multicam for this. Um, I think you'd have to call it the department of new things i mean i think that just yes i think that's the perfect thing and who wouldn't want to watch that yeah i mean i think it'd be fun and i think just the retro aesthetic of it i think the soundtrack would be really cool to have 60s music because i think that time of music of course is very iconic and a lot of people just think of like only a few specific artists right from that era but really digging deep into that that time for fitting music and I just I really want it to be a show with like a lot of heart a lot of soul a lot of style and you know at the end it's I sort of see the season finale of the the team you know (laughs) in mission control watching the astronauts go to space and then you sort of are then in the space what's it called the the rocket space rocket 
spaceship. Yeah, yeah. And then you sort of pan around and you sort of see their little inventions around and stuff like that. And then you have like a little like voiceover about like their things being taken to the star. Like cool things like that, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I think it could be fun. I know you mentioned the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. My vote for the theme song was like the bird song, like the world turns, turns, turns. Mm-hmm. Did you did you get a chance to listen to it? I did listen to it. And I think that's probably the perfect song. Okay, I didn't know if you had one in mind, but I just feel like that is, like, chipper and, like, a really, like, fun-loving song. Yeah, and I think that's the sort of vibe, you know? You want it to be, this is, I want it to be a fun show, and I want it to sort of spark people's love of their imagination and that sort of vibe, right, of that 60s and the moon and that, you know, we can, we can do anything. It's perfect. And I think, did you have anything you wanted to add before we move on to like the last little bit? Um, let me think of, let me check my notes, aka our text messages from earlier. Um, oh yeah, I think the only thing we put was that they have, <laughs> they all have their own fancy clipboards that they decorate. Yes. <laughs> I love a good fancy clipboard. Yeah, there's just something so personal about having your own clipboard. When I was in one of the student orgs I was in in college, um, for one of our big events, we had our own clipboards, and we would Did make. Did you keep yours? Well, we didn't keep them, but we made collages oh. to put on the back of them, so you would keep the collage that was on the back of your clipboard. Collages and clipboards. Yeah, but I hope would hope they all have like little clipboards with like stickers and things. And oh, okay, and I do want an episode just like to be a silly one to be them um thinking that they've contacted aliens with whatever their invention <laughs> and then it's like all of them like hiding in the janitor's closet with like tinfoil hats on freaking mm-hmm. out they're like what are we gonna do we have to tell someone they're like who are we gonna tell you know a good like freaking out and then the man like you know our manager John Ham <laughs> walks in <and> the <laughs> office. He's like, "Where is everyone?" And then he sort of sees like the shadows in the coming from the closet, and he opens the door and they scream. <laughs> and they're like, funny. "They're like alien." They're like, "He's like no." <laughs> and then they realize that they weren't picking up alien vibrations. It was someone using um, one of the new inventions called a microwave to make yeah. <laughs> to heat up their lunch, which was fish. they're like that smell wasn't alien flesh burning (laughs) Uh, just like so good i can see it in my head yeah that's the goal so you know if there's any hollywood executives listening to this and you're like wow this sounds so great um feel free slide into our dms you know we're this one was much more fully formed, even though I only learned about your idea a couple hours ago. Well, I only thought of my idea a couple hours ago, so. Yeah, you know, I didn't know that. Listen, shout out to Grandpa Bob. He got us. De- yeah, this, this, I I said to Diana, we have to dedicate this week's episode to your Grandpa Bob. Yeah, I, last time um, I was chatting with him, he wants me to teach him how to listen to podcasts on his iPad. So I'll have to have this him. This will be the first one. I'll have to have him listen to this one. Mm-hmm. He'll be thrilled. Either way, so if you're Grandpa Bob or if you're a Hollywood executive, 
<laughs> and you want to reach out to us, you could email us. We're hireushollywood at gmail.com. Or we're on the Twitter. We're on the Instagram. Hire, hire us Hollywood for both of those. And yeah, that's the that's the fun scoop for the evening. And it's called the Department of New Things. The Department of New Things. I think it's this one is a winner, Diana. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Just not in the microwave. Yeah, just not in the microwave. Well, chicken's fine in the microwave, not fish sticks. Okay. I'm glad we could, like, differentiate that. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, everyone.